The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my brother, my brother, me. We're welcoming back international advice correspondent Griffin McElroy from the Guten Morgen from the shining, the sandy shores of Germany. Beach. Mine. Mine name is Griffin. Wow. That's they don't say my over there. They say mine. It's like the most confusing thing about their language and culture, some other of, than everything. Some of the uh, now, Griffin, did you enjoy any? Uh, international cuisine. I ate it. I ate uh, literally the same kind of schnitzel two days in a row. Okay, that's now, sort of my my steez when it comes to international travel. Keep in mind, this is the first time that I've done it. Um, <laughs> so I was really sort of setting the boundaries for myself. But I ate a schnitzel with mushroom sauce and French fries on it. And then I second night, like night right after that, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and have that same thing. Now, Griffin, you didn't drink the water over there, did you? They don't have the water, actually. They don't have any it's, water. It's it's all distilled locker. It's like uh, Dubai so. over there. It's pretty mm-hmm. crazy. Now, Griffin, many people yeah. on this podcast think that schnitzel is like a crepe or burrito because they're you're an idiot if because, you think that. If you many, think it's no, a sausage, this is just, I know it's like a breaded, like a pork chop. I literally had to tell Travis what it was right before we started now, this. Call. Damn it, Griffin! You weren't supposed to tell him. I well, don't know. Sorry. I still don't know. You haven't cleared it up for me at all. It's, like, it like, it's a like a pork chop. It's like a fried. It's like a fried. Uh, it's like a, you know how, uh, you, you remember when you were a kid and you got, um, funnel cake, those, no, 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 you it's got like those, funnel uh, cake. you got those lollipops like that ear. were, you got those lollipops that were also whistles. Yeah. Yeah. It's nothing. It's nothing like that. Nothing okay. like that. Okay. You guys remember nickel made? Yeah. Look It's not like that either. So let's okay. just process of elimination. Talk about what schnitzel is and is not. Okay. In fact, if you could just go through everything that schnitzel is not. <laughs> okay, let's see. Welcome. Uh, Taco Bell, anything on the Taco Bell menu. Pizza, okay. uh, hamburgers. Now, these uh, are just food items. You really need to branch out to other things schnitzel isn't. Oh, you're right. Uh, frisbees, uh, lampposts, uh, adoption papers. Are there any, uh, are, is anything at McDonald's similar to schnitzel? Let me think. Uh, chicken nuggets. I think if you took out the chicken, although there is chicken schnitzel, and then you flatten that shit down, and then you made it Germaner. Yeah. Do, do the McDonald's in Germany, do they have McSchnitzel? Uh, they do only in Dusseldorf. Mm-hmm. Something, um, which so, I, I, something, I something the, Royale with cheese. I had, I, <laughs> I had the pleasure of enjoying that when I was in Dusseldorf, which, did you guys know Dusseldorf is German for out of here, Jews? <laughs> <laughs> now, hold on. Now, one second. That's not accurate, is it? It, it is. I do, did not. Do is the German root for Jew. And then uh, Suldorf is, come on, get on out, scoot. Come on. Hey, why don't you scoot? So that's the actual official translation. I learned a lot about, um, by the way, Germans, I'm sorry about that thing I said. Your your country is beautiful, and your people are very efficient. Can I ask you a serious, not joking question now? Yes. How many dudes did you see wearing Lederhosen? Yeah. There had to be, please tell me, there was at least one dude. Here's the thing. I went there for a game convention, so I did see a bunch of utility kilts, which is like the modern day hosen, I feel like. This is our uh, advice podcast and international bridge building audio seminar. I think it's, where it's a sort of a cultural mm-hmm. cultural uh, buffet, I would say. I'm off, to, I'm off to Mexico next, tomorrow, leaving for that. And Make I'm sure to be, drink all the water down there. Right, right. You're supposed to just gulp it in big, heady gulps. Mm-hmm. And um, 
because then it, it just inoculates you so fast is what I've heard. Yeah, I read it on TripAdvisor. They said just dip your head under the water and just breathe it deep for a few for a few minutes. Now, Travis, be just fine. I do notice, Travis, that you just said it inaugurates you. Yeah. Are you confused? You become the president of Mexico when you drink the water. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. It changes hands quite often. Fan. Also, I, I I read on uh, on Yahoo Answers, funnily enough, that uh, it makes you poop to death. <laughs> so that is yep. another consideration. So that is fu- that's going to be a lot of fun. Absent presidents be, is a big it's gonna problem. It's going to be a fun them. week. Great vacation. Uh, lose twenty pounds in in poop weight. I recently defended my dissertation, and as such, can be called doctor. While I've been looking forward to this, I now find it a bit awkward. When is it appropriate to introduce myself? with or purposefully use my freshly minted title. And that's from Newly Doctoral in New Orleans. Always. Never. Sometimes. Okay. Okay. Well, I I wonder, like, is there... I imagine if I had, like, a PhD doctorate versus, like, an MD doctorate, it's probably really embarrassing when they're like, I'm a doctor. And like, oh, what's your specialty? And you're like, history. Yeah. Well... I don't think that's embarrassing. That's I don't think that being so goddamn smart that you could go to the hardest school. What if some what if some dude ever. has a heart attack over in the corner and they're like, "Is there a doctor in the house?" And you're like, "I'm a doctor," and they're like, "Save him!" Like, well, but I you can't, wouldn't. But I'll but write you, a real epic essay about him afterwards. First off, back up. Why the fuck, if you had a doctor in history, would you be like, "Oh yeah, I got"? Oh, you mean like a like a doctor? You thought doctor. that somebody was like, "I need somebody to volunteer their immense knowledge of history." I'm this, just saying that they weren't specific. Nobody clarified. Nobody said, is there a medical doctor in the house? Sure. Sure. Well, it. at least if you're a doctor of history, after the person dies, you can tell mm-hmm. everybody how it went you down. Like, you couldn't it. save it, but it was a beautiful eulogy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mark was, a, Mark was a good man. He was a truck driver. Do you want to know about trucks? This, this is history. <laughs> The truck was invented by I'm Sterling. I'm a doctor of truckology. It was invented by Sterling Truckster. Trucks, trucks are big cars. <laughs> a misconception held by many. A car is like a horse with wheels uh-huh. that, um, that a man put together. Can I be a doctor of patronizing? Mm. Can I be a doctor of condescending paternalism? Uh, I, I think... Okay, my wife is a doctor, uh, and when I sign us into guest books, I sign it as doctors Justin and Sydney McRoy because oh, I see I, that's that I'm, doesn't work. I, now see, think. I'm just rounding up. <laughs> the majority of us are doctors <laughs> in yeah. our family. Now, um, now you know that it's not like you don't share like that like a bank account. <clears throat> Like when you get married, you don't confer a title upon the other. I think- and let me ask you. Let me ask you this: when you um, when you have a baby and you take uh, you take the child to the wedding, is the child temporarily a doctor for all intents and purposes? Oh, Griffin, we wouldn't take the child to the wedding. I mean, what if there's a ball pit? How long does this go? You you have two cats now. Are they doctors as well? Uh they're cats. So oh, you're right. They- yes. They work in I always pharmacy. forget. I forget because cats are like just a perfect little ball of sunshine that they bring like the only happiness into my life that there is. Uh huh. Right. So I forget. I forget they're people. I guess is what yeah. I mean. Oh yeah. I mean cats are basically people mm-hmm. uh, that crawl around like the girl in the ring. But other than that, don't <laughs> don't ever the grudge. I can't think the of grudge. Sing- Sorry, not the ring. There's grudge. also a crawling girl. Is There's there a, a way to like you're correct? Fine. So just don't when someone's like, ah, oh, Mr. McRoy, <laughs> like to say, uh, it's Dr. McRoy. Well, nice I to meet you. Uh, the only time that that ever happened to me was in college, which was always a crapshoot because you don't know if your professor is a doctor or not unless you're paying very close attention, which you probably aren't because you're in college. Um, you're too busy trying to, you know, chase skirts. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, the, yeah, so you'd be like, hello, Professor Morgan, and it's a doctor, and then they'll correct you. And it's I also think a that's captain. The, I think that's the only, <laughs> I think that's the only circumstance where it's appropriate. Otherwise, just fucking let it fly, or else things are gonna get weird. Yeah, just, like, drop doctor on them. Just No, just it. don't, just leave the doctor out of just it Just say, uh, my name is doctor, I'm the doctor. Do you think Superman walked around like, hello? So he's got some superpowers over here, so don't worry about those. What do you mean? Something lifted later? Because I can. 
That's uh, sort of like here's what you do. You go to him and say, hi, just just simple. Just, hi, my name's Dan. And they say, uh, oh, that." then they assume that must be your name. And then you say, actually, it's Michael. I'm a doctor of Mind Freak. And then, <laughs> okay. you'll have Mind Freak them. So just use a different first name. Now, Doctor of Mind Freak, is that is that a four-year program? What can you tell me about getting your doctor? Because I've been thinking about going back to school lately. Yeah. I, I, I'm just having a hard time nailing down a concentration. It's actually pretty – if you go to Rite Aid or any other drugstore and you see one of those, like, 120 magic tricks in a box, mm-hmm. uh, uh, if you uh, buy it and can master all of the tricks, then Chris Angel comes to your house with Harry Blackwell. Blackstone. Fuck. I don't know. Damn you it. Know. One of them street musicians. Magicians? Yeah. Oh, my God. Keep it going. <laughs> Earth. Keep going. I need a words? doctor of strokes. Use some other words. Because I'm having a stroke. I need a doctor this, of that. It's like jazz, but jazz is being made by, like, a middle school jazz band. Right. It's like jazz that you squeeze fruits to get. Ah, that's juice. Man. <laughs> I, I am just having a rough rough day it's like when you touch your it's like when you touch your wormy and jazz comes out no wait oh, fuck. Ah, that's, a classy that's sin you're thinking of yeah you're thinking of do you guys want a yahoo please yes uh this is jermaine it was sent in by teha or perhaps teja or tejai thank you it's by yahoo answers user sammy who asks is it safe to use maple syrup as lube on my condom. Oh. Well, Sammy. I bought a bunch of condoms, and it seems they aren't lubed at all. And really, the only thing I can find around the house that could make a good lube is this syrup. Are there any harmful effects to this? Well, there's uh, bears. There, I guess. there is bears. You do run the chance that it will harden, and then in mm. a million years... Someone will be trying to make a, a sort of John a par- Hammond will make par- John Hammond will make a, re- a park retreat for dumbasses. Come see who the fucking dumbest people. They're like dumb, <laughs> dumbass cavemen that got their wieners preserved in in sweet sweet amber. Um, uh, let's let's address the fact that when you uh, whenever you eat waffles or pancakes or anything syruped, and you get that syrup. You smell like on, syrup for the next on six days. anything except for inside of your mouth, that the syrup is all that you can smell for the rest of uh, until you just bleach the whole house. Do you guys remember a waffle crisp? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that shit was like changing your pheromones to waffles for eight days. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was like a. It had DNA strands in it that adhered to your own and made right. you produce syrup from all your glands. <laughs> the um, dinosaurs have gaps in their DNA. It's okay. We replace them with syrup. We put syrup holy DNA. Holy shit. The syrup oh, can change genders. Syrup finds <laughs> a way. <laughs> syrup finds a way, you guys. Um, yeah, that's an, that's going to be a huge... It's baby, it looks huge like tonight issue. we're having a threesome. You, me, and Aunt Jemima. Okay. <laughs> now, okay. just picture it. Well, I can't. <laughs> you burned my that cortex. Be... Here's the thing. Okay. When my... When my whole coffee table smells like syrup, mm-hmm. it's upsetting because I don't want it to. <laughs> but what if the would that be so bad for a giant giant? Here's a, another for a, way to wait, look at for a what? You, <laughs> wait for a what? For a uh, for a giant giant. A giant giant. <laughs> okay, you make it sound like a Star Wars. Character. I'm gonna pretend that's German. <laughs> it it is. That's I, some I slang it. you brought back with you. The I'm three assuming. words that I knew were Guten Morgen, which was good morning because the hotel clerk told it to me all the time. Uh, Frühstück, which is breakfast, and also because we work with a guy whose last name is Frühstück. Um, <laughs> he tried to convince us that every time you eat breakfast in Germany, he gets a cut of the mm-hmm. top. And He's then like also Jein because I actually, I'm going to be honest, I looked that one up. Yeah, that is I that one is. Did a little Google, or actually over there they call it... Um, something really funny my main concern aside from its lubic properties my Mm. main concern is that it does not in any way impact the prophylactic qualities of this condom because from what i know of this individual it is essential that he does not reproduce (laughs) (laughs) it is it is more important to me than my next breath that there not be a junior ever attached to this gentleman's name Mm -hmm. i cannot have him and Continue let's all let's lineage. all address the the lube typically 
not very viscous. Whenever you, whenever you're trying to do some stuff down there, you don't usually go. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I would really want to get it super sick, sticky. I like just want to gum it up. I want to gum it up like Elmer's school glue. This is gonna feel great. It. It is going to. It will be a lot of tearing. The image I can't get out of my head is like after I eat pancakes or waffles and like I sit down for lunch or dinner and I there's like a little bit of syrup on the table I missed mm-hmm. and it's like the worst feeling ever to set your arm down on it and be like, oh, oh, sticky here. Mm-hmm. Hey, Trav. And that's like full body terrible. Trav, I like hyperbole as much as the next guy, but how is your reality that that is the worst thing ever? That is the worst <laughs> The, have you, how many ever, like, do you know what ever is? Is I this do, your first Justin, day ever? I do. Do you never sit there and go, where did the sticky come from? And for half a second, you can't remember? But the mm. worst, Travis, the worst. Are you like Jack? Have you really only been alive for 16 <laughs> days and you're just aging rapidly? No, Justin, I can see. I'm sorry. I have a low tolerance for horrible things. <laughs> Apparently you've just been decent. You've been oversensitized to horrible things. If that I have been, if that Justin. rates up there. Getting a sweet elbow rates up there on like the worst things that have ever happened. To sweet you. elbow. <laughs> that sounds like a sex thing. Yeah, <laughs> they gave me a sticky bow. Yeah. <laughs> a sticky bow. Oh man, I hate this dumb show. I, I, man. Don't do this. You listening? You out there? You tuned in? Ah, how about how about sticky. you say, uh, baby, it looks like we don't have any lube, but I made you some pancakes. That's right. Like, don't you don't have to get your rocks off by by ram jamming with some with some K Like you don't if that's the option, I think you opt out. And yeah. I think you I think you go the pancake route. I think you get some I think you get some hungry jack. And you mix it with with milk and eggs and oil, and, and then all of a sudden you have a breakfast time. I, okay, listen, I don't want to I don't want to make too many presumptions, but is there does the question indicate at all that there is a girl involved in this equation and or another person really for that matter? Is well, it, the, does it con? There's condoms, and I don't understand the science of I don't understand the what's the what is the process there? Well, it lets you give yourself a familiar stranger. I mean, if you've got a if you've uh-huh. got the condom on there, if, if that's your concern. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then if you put syrup in it, all of a sudden it's a sticky whodunit. Now, Justin, what is a familiar stranger? <laughs> now, a familiar stranger, of course, is when you. Is uh, when you stare across the room going, I swear, I know that guy. Yeah, that's exactly it. But in sex terms, it's when you put on a collar and masturbate. Because it's like, mm-hmm. this feels so familiar. <laughs> I know you from? I know this from? I can almost swear I know this exact uh, this exact jerk off. But I don't. I, oh, I tip of my tongue. place it. Tip Is of my a- tongue. Is this a biz opportunity that we're just, is this a biz op that we're just watching fly right by? Is this a market that needs cornered? What, what market is that? Uncle, like, uncle, uncle lumberjacks, (laughs) maple condoms, maple prophylactics. Uncle lumberjackinets. Yeah. I would say Uh that if I'm all for, you know, the environment and Mm. if we can make our products, which are served in like a, a plastic container, if we can make them do double duty, I mean, yeah. I guess what I'm saying is currently maple syrup isn't formulated to be used as a sex lubes. But yeah. well, if you, we don't know that. Sorry, we don't. Sorry, real quick. We don't know that for sure. But go on. But yeah, right. But I'm sure there could be a formulation to where you wouldn't need to have both of these products in your oh. home. Yeah. You know, I mean, Wait. they could def chemically speaking. I don't think this is. Un, un, I mean, you might not get as smooth of a pour over the uh, over the, your your hot cakes or your Johnny cakes. It, it seems about... like it seems like once again we've reached a point where we need to leave it in the hands of science. Yeah, how about it, but, science? But I want to also leave it in the hands of industry, and I think we could be that industry if we if we somehow trademark these. I'm thinking sap caps. I think is what we call them. <clears throat> okay, sap caps. You can go to um, you can go to a uh, uh, extremestraints.com. <laughs> get, get yourself some sap. Get on the ground floor. Yeah, well, yeah. Get on invest this. in sap caps now. Invest it's in sap caps now. It's a blue chip stock. It's a it's a blue chip stock by which I mean it's an ooh chip stock. <laughs> it's a goo chip stock, and uh, you can get this goo chip stock right. Not nothing for a goo chip. Okay, because it don't put. 
Don't goo. put things on your goo. penis that weren't designed. Here's a good rule of thumb. Look at the box. Does it say this is for your penis? If no, turn to page 38 and then flip, 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 flip. Don't put that on your cock. Stop it. Or your vag- or your giant giant. Nowhere. God damn. Or your giant giant bangs. Ugh, I hate you guys. Hey, I'm currently shopping for a new car and I'm hoping you can give me some, help me logic something out. I'm wondering if it's better to dress nicely, you know, tweed shirt and monocle, or dress like a hobo, preferably with bindle stick. Do you think it matters whether the dealer thinks I have money to burn or I'm counting my pennies? Thanks, brothers. That's from Miss Peanut. Ooh. Ooh. Gotta use my, use my noodle. I think the ideal situation, if I were to guess, would be ho- would be up and coming hobo. Like, like ho- hobo with possibilities. You know, see, like, I was thinking like hobo, but with exemplary credit. Well, I want someone who says, you're poor now, but you seem to be on an uptick. So next time you need a motor vehicle, you're going to remember Sim Fryson, Honda, Nissan. And like you're gonna this. come back through these doors because I gave you a sick deal when you could barely scrape two wooden hobo nickels together. I like that. It's like the two baseball players that make it to first base at the same time. Which one do you take? You take mm-hmm. the you take the less experienced one because you can train them up. You want to you want to take this hobo as a potential car buyer because yeah, he doesn't have the tweed skirt and monocle of uh, you know of, of Mrs. Um, employed. I guess is, is would be the surname. Uh, but he's got heart. He's got spirit. Right. You know, doesn't have a, a, a cash flow to speak of. No. But there could be someday. He's got spunk. And you want to mm-hmm. get him behind the wheel of this new Honda Civic today. You want him to drive it off the lot. So when he comes back, mm-hmm. you know, when it, you know, after he, uh, much like the hobo in the hit film UHF that gets an exceptionally rare coin and then sells it for this neat watch. You can. <laughs> you could be that neat watch Thanks, dealer. Thanks, Mister. I got oh. this neat watch. Hey, let's just spend the rest of the show doing impressions from UHF. Well, call me Mister Butterfinger. Supplies. Um, Red so, snapper, very tasty. So, um, don't you know the Dewey Decimal System? That's the best. One. You should go in for to look for a car just doing impressions. <laughs> That's, good. And, That's good. And now, Michael Richards, the sweetly retarded janitor from UHF. Can he, we just do a quick, let me load up Wikipedia and read word for word the entire synopsis. Four <laughs> times. Four times in a row? You think that should be, four times should be enough to last Yeah, look, and then, the what, no, no, no. Tell you what, read it four times, and then when I'm editing, I'll just copy and paste until it's 16. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. So uh, uh, I think you got. I think you can mix and match. I think you can put on. I think you can put on like a Tweety Bird, a Tweety Bird uh, sweatshirt maybe, yeah, and then and like a, a Tweed, like a Tweed skirt and tweed or like bird a shirt or a sensible a sensible skirt and a Tweety Bird sweatshirt. So you sit down at the desk and he's like, uh, I, you know, I'm not going to drive too hard a, a deal here because you obviously are not a, a woman of means. And then you get that sweet deal and you stand up and he sees what's that Gucci pants and then he knows he a knows gucci he got suit Dang. yeah he actually stands up and there's a gucci tag on the tweety bird sweatshirt and you're like oh you didn't know this is from their tweety line <laughs> sylvester's on the back and he's wearing sunglasses and he's got his arms crossed like marky mark he's you can accomplish a lot of this when as you're buying the car you say uh well as i'm picking out options here can you show me the binder you have of different of Calvin peeing on different things mm-hmm. that you can affix to the rear windshield because that yeah. should, I believe that comes standard on the vehicles yeah. you sell here. Ask when, when you take it out for a test drive. Ask if you can put your uh, my you know I just horsing around bumper sticker on there to, mm-hmm. as part of the test drive to really get the feel for it. I saw a car today with a bumper sticker and it was a paw print and it said "Fur Kids on Board." Mm-hmm. Um, so make sure you put that on there too, so he knows exactly. Now, was that saying that bumper sticker was for the kids who are on board, or that there were four? No, kids fur, on? fur, f u r kids. There are fur kids. Uh, no, no, no. I heard like dog babies. Oh fuck! These are my fur kids. That's awful. That Perfect, presents these are my fur a, kids. They're on board. Yeah. That presents a real temptation to just lean into the gas and hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about your fur kids. And also, yeah. I don't want to call this lady a liar. I looked in her car. I did not see any dogs. 
Okay. Right. It's just so, their, it's their ghosts. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> she just wanted to use the carpool lane, I guess. Um, in much the same way that a baby on board sign does not keep me from is not the it's not the binding social contract that keeps me from colliding into people. I'm I I do think I would be so distracted and just sort of chagrined by someone who referred to animals as their fur kids mm-hmm. uh, that I might actually be tempted to take them out. <laughs> Or not, if not, I, take them out. Is, At least cut right. them off. Is this a, is this a popular car buying strategy to be so insufferable that the salesman just doesn't want to be around you anymore? <laughs> but he also wants to make the sale. So you could talk about your fur kids with your Tweety Bird sweatshirt and while talk you're a, explaining the po- plot of UHF. Uh huh. Do these three things in in. If you could smell a lot like syrup, like over overwhelmingly. Uh, if you could even have a, maybe a little bit in your hair. Um, <laughs> Then, then I think that this person would, you know, still want to get that sale, you know, still want to get that, still want to get that commish, but um, also just generally, like, really not want to be in your presence. Uh, here's some car buying strategy I learned. Uh, I found a car that I liked, and but I didn't buy it as soon as I found it, and the guy's like, I got some mails coming to look at it, and I was like, oh man, I'm not falling for that one. You know, this isn't my first time with the Rodeo. And then the next day I came back and somebody else bought it. So I, <laughs> so I just bought the next car he showed me because I didn't, I couldn't go through that again. It was out of his hands, you know, yeah. I, I just couldn't go through it. So that would be my advice is basically don't fall in love because there's always going to be other cars and you may just be tired of looking at cars. I know I got there. How about another Yahoo? Yeah. yeah. Treat, treat me to it. Uh, this one was sent by Lisa Holyfield. Thank you, Lisa. It's by Yahoo Answers user Bryce, who asks, I want to start a gang. How is that done? (laughs) The title pretty much says it all. Now this isn't any gangsta with my pants around my knees kind of gang. I want this to be like a 1940s gang. It needs to have more class than, quote, bustin' caps, if you catch my drift. Oh, my God. I'm a huge racist. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey man, you already got a gang. They're called neo-Nazis. Just go <laughs> fucking sign up. God damn it. I'm going to be honest with you guys, though. I, I would love to be in this gang. Oh, Jurassic. No, I'm, no, I know. I know. <laughs> just to listen to this guy come up with plans for our gang to get into. Yeah. What kind of shenanigans we're going to get into. Can you just... what? I don't. I haven't read all the laws that there are. Can you just walk down the street yelling, "Hey, who wants to start a gang with me? <laughs> who wants to be a part of the the demon racers?" Yeah, is that going to be a is that going to be a legal problem? I've seen a lot. I mean, I've seen Johnny Dangerously a few times, and I don't think any gang is going to like the cut of my haircuts jib. I don't think my haircut's going to cut the mustard. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, it's like too too shaggy. I think. I, I think, think you've got like it upstairs. No, with like a you, real... you've got a real. Um, I, I would say a hard cut. No, I'm saying I think that you, when you put your some time and effort into it, which I'll be honest with you, Justin, is pretty rare. Yeah. Um, I think I, you can have a pretty nice pompadour going for you. Oh yeah, definitely. Maybe, but I'd have to get definitely get it trimmed. Maybe take some of the layers out so it's a little flatter. Mm. No, no, feather your bangs. It's beautiful when you feather them. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to go to my son, my guy Sonny, and just see. I'm gonna give him Johnny Dangerously just a poster as a reference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. And so, tell him t- not to not to do that cut, but to encompass the feeling of Johnny Dangerously in your haircut. Okay, right. But let me just real quick. The issue for you joining, not joining this gang, is your hair, right, and not your inability to shoot thirty cops outside of a train station. <laughs> I could. Sh- it, how, how fast are these cops running? It's not it, it, okay. This is a, this is it's a, obviously a moral issue, and not oh, because oh, 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 oh. I played a lot of video games. So I, I mean, sure, I sure, sure. Ideally, I wouldn't have to kill any cops. But what, what do you think gangs do in ga- in the nineteen forties? They, they rob, drag race, drag race. That's one. Um, actually, nobody knows what happened in the forties. There were wars. That's mainly yeah. what the gangs did is they fought our wars. But sure. most of the records have been lost to time. Yeah. Well, except for on, uh, you know, their the, their gangland tapestries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, right. I mean, there they're are the, the cave paintings, of course. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. and their urns that they, uh, <laughs> they used to use to carry uh, moonshine mm-hmm. from county to county. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't think that I would fit in well with any kind of gang with a night. Now, why is that just any? 
there are several things. Okay. Uh, one of the one of the big ones is that I I um I like to sleep in. Have you thought about maybe just joining like a badminton team? <laughs> Wait, would that would would the bad part be capitalized? Because that might be along the lines of where I'm going here. Like, um. Like no, a, it would just like a you know, bad mitten team, <laughs> right? No, it would that just be like the like a group of people who uh, played uh, like like played badminton. Could I also suggest uh, joining like a glee club similar to like the whiff and poofs? This would be good. Yeah, sure. Well, let me ask you guys. Well, okay. What? How many? How many crime would we do? How um, many crime? Um, you do crime. Um, it depends on. <laughs> if I, mean, I showed up and we had played badminton or sung. Mm-hmm. You know, my old Kentucky home or something, and we did uh-huh. it really well. And then afterwards, I was like, "Guys, I'm ready to do a crime." Would they be uh-huh. like, "Would they know where to go to do one?" Or would I it just, just be like, I picture you guys walking around pushing over like newspaper stands. <laughs> oh, those things. I well, I do enough of that trying to practice my 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 free running. So I, I mean, I knock a lot of those <laughs> over anyway. Are you still into into parkour? Yeah, I'm. You, I'm you getting... should join a parkour gang. Yeah. Oh, a parkour game would be great because you I just can... leave footprints everywhere. Mm-hmm. Well, that's bad <laughs> you kids, <laughs> you kids did it again. I just painted that wall. Why'd you swing on that there... wire I left lying around? How come you never see that in modern crime dramas? Like, there's no episode of CSI where they follow like shaded in footprints, family circus style. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. Where they get a big magnifying glass. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> look at look at the black footprints that are sure. Oh man, what if he? Did, what if Jeffy did commit a crime and they had to track him down on CSI? <laughs> they were just red footprints everywhere. Hey, you're welcome, Mad TV. <laughs> uh, on a completely different note. Oh, good. But similar note. Okay. So the the neighborhood that our um our company house where all of our young actors live is it's not a nice neighborhood. And the other day they were telling me that this this group of young young people was just throwing rocks at cars. Like, oh. on the street. Not even cars driving by. Just parked cars on the street. Just throwing rocks at them. Can we... But Why? Before we, before we jump to any conclusions, are we sure that those cars didn't ask those children to throw rocks at them? Kind of Knight Rider situation? What? The Knight Rider where the cars are talking to him and asking him to throw rocks at them. No, no, no. Knight, no. You know, Knight Rider. You know, Knight Ritter. Knight Rider. With John Ritter. <laughs> It's just John Ritter giving David Hasselhoff piggyback rides. Ritter Rider. Yeah, love that one. Oh my God! Sorry, I just had the vision of John Ritter voiced by Mr. Feeney, and I'm gonna have a rod all day now. Perfect. That's gonna really impede my work day. We don't. We don't need to join gangs if we want to make money because we have one dependable source of income. And that is the money Got a message for Clay from your brother Jack. And uh, Jack just wanted to stop by and say happy birthday. He was rolling by. He couldn't stick around until we started recording, but he wanted us to tell you. He, he left this message. He left a note for us. And he said he hoped that your sweet 16 is the sweetest 16 ever. Aww. And I have a feeling in my gut that it's going to be pretty sweet. So uh, I, happy birthday, Clay. I didn't know. Jack. I did not know that 16 and before this 15-year-olds are listening to this show because we get pretty blue. It's a little blue. We just talked about boning with syrup. I don't want to. I don't want. I, I love coarse language and yeah. adult and adult subject matter. Adult what situations. I what I don't want is for kids to listen to the things I say and then go to school and then tell their friends about adult situations. Mm-hmm. And then they tell two friends. And then they tell all and their friends. And then friends. all of a sudden, I'm basically a child pornographer. <laughs> um, I don't know that you know what that means. Yeah, I saw I saw little children. Sorry, what's the? Can we go to the next thing? Yeah, I want to make a website about how much of a creep Griffin is. Does anybody right. know how to do that? Oh, you should I've check heard... out the all new Squarespace Six. Tell me about it. Well, uh, the main points are it's, uh, it's got beautiful new templates. It's an easy drag and drop interface, an incredible responsive design, and its social media connectivity is just out of this world. So, oh it's really? Re- like on the moon? <laughs> <laughs> 
You can socially connect to people. All I am Mars Curiosity Robot. Check out my social media connectivity. You know, he's tweeting. That yeah, bot. He, is. he is tweeting, and it's hilarious. He's good. He's doing um, good. So, but yeah, go- so if you're looking to make a website and you want something that's like fast and easy, just check out squarespace.com. Um, and if you use the offer code my brother eight, all one phrase, my brother eight, the number eight, then you get 10% off. Um, so go check it out now, squarespace.com. I believe uh, Merlin Mann from You Look Nice Today is uh, redoing his entire website with Squarespace 6 and doing a video series about it. So oh, yeah? cool. It's got, it's got legit tech. It's legit my brother, my brother, and me. The all-new Squarespace 6 has got legit tech. Box hey, quote. Friends, uh, do you have a video game website, podcast, or app that needs some affordable original music? We got the guy for you, Jake Hawken. H-A-W-K-E-N. He's at jakehawken.com. He does outro music for your podcast. He'll do theme music and carry it around in a boombox. He'll do sound effects for your website, graphic novel, or app. Don't buy that stupid-ass catalog music. Don't buy that beat-ass catalog music. When I hear the same music on Project Runway and then later on America's Next Top Model... Here's what I always say, and this, you'll find this on his website. I say, fuck. Should have called Jake Hawken. That's my thing. That's what I say. Fuck. Should have called mm-hmm. Jake Hawken. Yeah. So, uh. Hey, what, hey, just real quick, one more time. Fuck. Should have called Jake Hawken. Yeah. And you can get that as a sound effect at his website. It's available there at jakehawken, H-A-W-K-E-N, dot com. And the last thing we need to mention, and gosh, guys, if you are not having a good week, you should know how many weeks of advertising our <laughs> friends at Extreme Restraints bought with us because it is going to get so real <laughs> over the next few months. It is going to buckle get, up, buckle up, and by which I mean to the bed with your lover. Right, so, we can provide that for you now. I have suggested that we retitle the podcast "The McElroy Brothers Extreme Restraints Comedy Hour." <laughs> buckle up and fuckle up because it's Extreme Restraints time. <laughs> Uh, oh if you need some sex toys, and I mean sex toys, I this stuff gets real. We have a coupon code. It's MIDLIST. And if you use the coupon code at ExtremeRestraints.com, then you are going to get 20% off on, on any week that you hear this, this advertisement. Um, so that's the first thing that, and that, that we want to get across to you. Here are some things that listeners have bought using this Extreme Code. Anal Trainer Set. Astro now, Glide. Can I? We're gonna have to stop and go bullet point by bullet point here because wh- how? In what way does my my anus does pretty much everything I need it to do right now, and it does it with pretty good. I nope, think. Nope, that's incorrect. Your anus is an untapped well of oh, pleasure. Yeah. It's an un- <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's an untapped pleasure well. Uh, some other things our listeners have bought: a Swirl Bloom vibrator, Wall Beggar vibrating dildo, five inch slim vibe Astro Glide, a cute harness dildo. Butterfly. Now, now, is that a cute harness dildo? Yes, it is an adorable harness <laughs> dildo. Uh, but quick, anyway, th- do you think a do you think a swirl bloom vibrator is what Willy Wonka uses to masturbate? Hand <laughs> me the schnozberry flavored lube. Yeah. No, no. Oh, I also want to point this out because I was going through their website as I often do, as and I, do. I love that. Under categories, there's a dildo category and then a separate huge dildo category. (laughs) Don't get it twisted. If you're in the dildo category, like these look, these are way too small for my gaper. Then you can, oh man, let me upgrade you. You could, there, there was a website designer who was browsing the dildos one day and said, and someone came in and he said, hey, Darla, did you see this new dildo we just got in? And she said, no, Philip, I didn't see it. He said, look at this. I don't even think you can legally classify this as a dildo. We <laughs> it cannot- needs its own taxonomy. <laughs> this needs its own taxonomy in our architecture because it is so huge. I don't want anyone to buy it expecting a standard <laughs> dildo. Just a, oh, just a no! suggestion. I, you know, I'm no! always like, oh, what have I done? I have to I'm, put this in me now. <laughs> I'm looking for branding opportunities just all the time. And I think, what if uh, big dildos? What if they were called thrilldos? Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. You put them in the freezer. It's a chill Oh, no. <laughs> 
for so the go to extremerstake.com and use the coupon code MIDDLEST to get 20% off. Go I now. Think, I go think now. Chill, would not feel very good. <laughs> not at first. No. Not at first. Cover it in hot, cover it in hot Cairo, though. And you it's, are in business, the business yeah. of sadness. Uh, yeah. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I started hanging out with a lady. She was really cool, and she seemed to like me as well. A few days later, she sent me a message to let me know that she only wanted to be friends. I was a little sad. I got over it. Until I learned why. She was dating a magician. An actual magician. A man whose job it is to perform magic tricks. I was passed over for a magician. (laughs) How should I feel about this? Should I feel offended or have I dodged a bullet? That's from Beaten in Brisbane. I mean, I think, I think, you know what? Go to the fridge. Just go crack a cold one. <laughs> yeah. It's the classic listen, tale. Listen, man. Boy listen, meets girl. Girl loves gonna, magician. Not gonna, not gonna lie to you, man. That's a bad beat. <laughs> you know what, brother? You just, you just, ta-da! You fucked up. Yep. Magically, pushed- she she made yourself confidence disappear. Poof. Mm-hmm. David Copperfield's greatest tricks. Hey, I, you shouldn't feel that bad though, because some some illusionists, as they prefer, are really dope. Like, uh, one time David Copperfield got mugged. Do you guys have you guys heard this story? Yeah. No, is this true? This it's is a hundred percent true. One time David Copperfield got mugged with two assistants, right? And when he went to go empty out his pockets, and he, he palmed his cell phone. And his wallet and his passport. He palmed them and it revealed empty pockets. He palmed them so think he didn't have anything. And okay, so this and and then like obviously the mugger was arrested and so But then he escaped and appeared on the balcony. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh so here's some interesting things about this story. One he let his assistants be robbed. He didn't use, <laughs> he didn't he didn't have a trick to get out of that. So that's that's problem one. Problem, he didn't apparate a gun or a taser. <laughs> right, exactly. A dove, maybe, just as a distraction. The the other problem with this is that <laughs> David Copperfield is apparently in such financial dire straits that he'll risk <laughs> taking a bullet to the chest just to preserve the like thirty dollars and pita pit coupon he has in his wallet. Well, first off, what if he had nine stamps on that coupon and was one away? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Second off, you, those those abilities are rarely, if ever, practical. So I think Don't you think just... at this point, like, there's no challenge anymore. And he's like, "This is this is my time, right? Mm-hmm. I have to push this to the next level. I have to go real magic." Also, if you're a robber and you're robbing someone and they do magic to you, I don't think you shoot them. I think yeah. you, I think you maybe let them go scot free and say that was the most creative being robbed I've ever seen. <laughs> you are free to go. Fly Another fine go. performance, Mister Copperfield. The moral of the story is magicians are awesome. Magi- and some magicians I are guess. awesome. What if this girl is like dating Lance Burton, the coolest magician? That is a, that is an issue. Then, then you can't feel bad. But if it's like David Blaine, then mm. yeah, you should probably feel bad about it. Yeah. If it's Chris Angel, well, yeah, he's awesome. I don't know. Yeah. David Blaine can hold his breath for a really long time. No, That's David true. Blaine can hold his breath so he can't smell his own farts. I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> what? Was that an insult? I'm not sure. I just hate him so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. When no, Travis what? hates somebody enough, he just references their flattest. <laughs> and then that's that's enough to really put him in. Don't place let in Leo mind. DiCaprio hear you talking that way, because he 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 won't let you live it down. He loves DB. Yeah. What? Oh yeah, the first the first in his first hit special, Street Magic. Uh, it was hosted by Leo DiCaprio. No way. Yeah, that way. was like prime Leo years. Yeah, that's why that's why Kate pushed him off the door at the end of Titanic. <laughs> Let me tell you again about David Blaine. No, no, no. I get it. He made a card appear on a window. It, no matter who you get dumped for, there are always going to be things about them that make it slightly ridiculous because they're not you. Yeah, so from nobody's, your perspective, nobody's ever said like, "Yeah, she left me for this guy," but 
He's really good at soccer. <laughs> yeah, so right. But to a... be fair, he's a way better person than me in mm-hmm. just about every way. In college, I had a girlfriend who left me for a hot air balloon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish that was a true story. I mean, she she didn't like date the hot air balloon, but she did set off on a world adventure for the hot. And she said, "We can't." I'm, when I'm up in the clouds, you know, I you're can't. just gonna you're just gonna hold me down. Yeah, like, yeah, I gotta cut legit. that gotta cut that sandbag loose. Uh, it is a different world up there, though. I mean, to you be just, fair, once you oh, get yeah. in the stratosphere, it's a whole new world. Once you get in the stratosphere, then you just you die probably because hot air balloons don't provide you with any protection. There's zero. There's absolutely no protection from the elements. Mm-hmm. Hey. M-B-M-B-A-M. That's us. I want to ask my girlfriend to marry me. I know the how part already, but I'm torn on the wind. The win. Wow. I had been planning on a day that's special to us, but I think she suspects that when I would ask her. So my question is, do I go with the element of surprise or the something expected yet meaningful? And that's Suter from the South. I have some insight into this question. Would you like to hear it? Yeah, I think yes. I know what it is, but yes. My wife thought that she that I was going to propose to her on Christmas, and I didn't. I proposed to her on New Year's Eve, so she was fine in the end. But but there uh, was a six day gap there. But there was a six day gap where things could have been better. <laughs> <laughs> she could have been in a better mood. I and now let me let me give the counterpoint. Oh, mm-hmm. great! My girlfriend and I like knew what exactly almost what time her ring was going to be available. She knew it was happening and said to me, "If you wait, I will kill you." Okay, right. And so I like proposed as soon as I got home, which was fine. It was very nice for us. Got down on one knee, did said some romantic things, bought her flowers. Very nice. And then I had to spend um, the rest of time explaining to people why I didn't do something more surprising. Sure. Now, here's the counter-counterpoint. Um, who wants to get married? Bond chain, milk and ca- milk. The, don't milk the cow. You can go out and get it. You don't have to ch- tie yourself down with a... Don't just fry free on that hot air balloon because you don't need a sandbag tying you down. It's like, just go, see, just go sow your seeds in the field of pussies. I don't remember that scene Wait from UHS. A Stop the world. I want to get off. Wait, did you just say sow your seed in a field of pussies? What kind of ship are you running here? Sow your wild oats it's obviously, in the pussy dirt. It's not a ship. It's a farm, obviously. Pussy farm. Zynga's new Facebook hit. <laughs> Come water my pussy so I can get 30, 30 pussy coins. <laughs> Have you seen my pussy cow? I think it wandered onto your Facebook farm. <laughs> give us $30. We'll give you 600 giant giant points. So you can use to buy new pussy cows. Oh, the pussy wolf came and snuck in your farm and ate all your rutabagas. You pussy bagas. Our, ve- our wolves are vegetarian. Don't steal that in your Facebook game. We'll sue you. Come on down to Giant Giant Ranch. For all the... We got milk from from the pussy cows. Ready to move on. There was a lot of... I guess guess it's good that we do a split every now and then because we usually talk about boners a lot. But there was a lot of discussion of the vagina and its parts in this this particular episode. Watch out, throwing shit. Yeah, we, we've got your number. We, we know how to we know how to talk to the ladies. Oh yeah, I mean, There's we did it. Ladies like more than hearing hey, about their bits. Listen, <laughs> we were very clinical about it. <laughs> that is all official. We are nothing if not respectful. Right. Yeah. That is all official. We weren't making fun of <laughs> stupid vaginas. You go in instead of out, dumb. <laughs> What's your deal, you Heidi bastards? Yeah. Why are you so ashamed of what's going on in there? <laughs> I don't know who this character is, but I, I want to fucking kill him. I wish yeah, I could why reach, he, I want to like, stick some you. sort of hot iron inside of my brain and burn out whatever part of it that voice comes from. Um, so, this is the part where we plug our social. Yeah. On MBMBAM is Twitter. It is You can find us on Facebook if you want to join that group. That's a robust group. 
Yeah, if you want to, uh, if you want to help water our, our pussy plants on Sunshine <laughs> Ranch, you can go to Facebook.com/slash/MoBimBam. Yeah, people like to make fan art sometimes, so don't, but don't do it for any of the things we said. Hey, this time. all the things that we said today off limits. This episode uh, is non-canonical. <laughs> this is outside of the NBA verse. This is our lost episode. <laughs> You only wish we lost it. Generations from now, people will ask if this episode ever really existed. So, uh, thank you for people tweeting about the show with the MBMBAM hashtag, including uh, Lauren Nesson, Chase Router, uh, Adams Holds, Wiggy1978, The Unchosen One, Waitlin Ball, Hello Joe Ben, Ducklips513, as always, Jonathan Viathan. Anybody else I'm forgetting? Not Chorus. Buzz click always. Uh, Fan of Creek Music. That's every name. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's all the Twitters. Please go uh, subscribe to our show, review our show, rate it, all that good stuff. And Justin, don't we have a new way of contacting us? Do we not? We do. We uh we actually now have a my brother, my brother, and me uh mailing address. It's uh you just send stuff to mbmbam, and it is PO Box. P.O. Box 54, Huntington, West Virginia, 25706. So uh, if you want to mail us pretty much anything. Not poison. Not poison. I can't stress enough. Please don't kill us. Yeah. Now, Um, I will also say that if you mail us baked goods, we probably won't eat them. But I just say that, and if somebody actually does send them, probably will eat them. Because Maybe you could just make the baked goods and then take a picture of it and then mail that to us. And a video of you eating the first one of the batch. <laughs> right. That's what we need. I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song. It's a departure off the album, Putting the Days to Bed. For sure. Um, can I do that? Uh, go ahead. Okay, thanks. Oh, we haven't talked about this in a long, long time. But if you would like some My Brother, My Brother, and Me gear, we have a uh, MBMBAM uh I call it. The, I think of it as the detective shirt, but I I don't know what most people the think adventure of it as. Shirt. adventure the adventure shirt is adventure shirt. Uh, and then we have a, a shirt for Peepum's Nasty Gum, which is a uh, an old favorite. So uh, that's at maxfunstore.com. You can just buy those; they'll just sell them to you. And we also haven't mentioned in a while um, about you know tweeting quotes you like from the show. It's always great to see people who have like just started listening and gone back through the back catalog. And they'll quote something from, like, episode 42 or something, and it always cracks me up. So thanks for that. Uh, two calls to action. Go listen to the other Maximum Fun shows, Throwing Shade, uh, Memory Palace, the new one, uh, Jordan, Jesse, Ghost, Stop Podcasting Yourself, Judge John Hodgman, uh, International Waters, all extremely good. Second call to action, uh, my, my Yahoo answer. I still got a few, you know, great standbys, and thank you so much if you send in the Yahoo answers, but the well is drying up a little bit. And that means I have to go find my own answers, and that's the <laughs> worst. So if you feel inspired, email us, mbimbam at gmail.com or mbimbam at maximumfun.org, and, uh, and, and send in some, some yahoos. Uh, nothing gross, only, only funnies. Thanks. Thanks. Speaking Griffin. of yahoos, here's the final one of the day. Okay. It was sent in by... Sent in by Jeremy Walker. Thank you, Jeremy. It's by Yahoo Answers user Swimmer899, who asks... Why do I very often dream that I'm wearing diapers? <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. It's been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. Keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart three stacks. Keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart. Three stacks. These girls are smart. Play your part.